Yep, yep. I'm your host, Armani Liddell, and you've got the right number. So go ahead, get comfortable, prop me up, because we're about to get straight to it. Welcome back to the podcast, y'all. It's your host, Armani Liddell. I am a 22-year-old Detroit native, um, follower of Christ. And this is the Right Number podcast. And here we just talk about everything as we journey our way through life, yearning for peace, love, and joy. We try to make it um, very relatable and very obtainable and simple the simplicity of this podcast is very important to me just to make sure it's, it's easy for everybody to kind of feel a vibe for, feel, and be able to comprehend and be able to learn from. How y'all doing today? I'm going to wait for y'all to drop some comments, for y'all to drop something, whether you watch it on YouTube. Well, I mean, you only can comment on YouTube. So if you're watching on YouTube, drop a comment. Just how you doing today. Scale to one to 10. You do not have to say anything more or less. Um, Just let me know how y'all doing. Let me know that y'all ears is on. That y'all fingers work. <laughs> if you're just listening on a podcasting app, go ahead and go to our Instagram page and comment on the video or on the promotion piece of this episode. It's already posted, so go ahead and do that. Just let me know how you're doing. I really would love to hear from y'all. So, mental health check, segment number one, mental health check for me. I'm at a 10. Nine and a half. <laughs> I bet a nine and a half. I'm really, I'm really slick. I could be at a 10 for real. Like I could really be at a 10, but um at the moment I am just at a um nine and a half. Nine and a half busser. Um honestly, today has been a really good day. I got on a phone call with um a friend my friend named Zai um hopefully we get her on a podcast real soon I got on the phone with Jordan I got on the phone with my dad and I got on the phone with Nehemiah so like as y'all know I like to run my mouth (laughs) but today I got to run my mouth like really um productively and I mean I don't never just run my mouth for no reason but I ran my mouth today and it was very like productive we me as I started doing like the word word before world thing it's like a morning journal entry and we talked a lot about that and me and her have a lot more in common than what I thought like she's fairly young but she's very advanced spiritually mentally all of that um then you know um me and Jordan just update each other on our lives y'all I had a crazy night um it was it was Honestly, I'm very blessed and highly favored to be at a nine and a half compared to the night I had. Um, it was very just a, it was much of an eye opener that I need to just that God is distancing me. Honestly, He is distancing me from people that I never thought I would need distance from. And I honestly can say I was being a little ignorant. I was being a little naive to the fact of me not knowing I had to distance myself because I kind of knew, but you know how you just be holding on like you don't want to seem like you're um 
like you're better than anyone or like you're just outgrowing people in the fact that truth of the matter, fact of the matter, whatever, is that we outgrow people. So outgrow them. <laughs> Honestly. But that kind of goes into what I learned this week. And I know that is segment two. What I learned this week is just God's timing. And I know I spoke on this before, but I really just want to get into it because I watched a sermon. I think it was the Pastor Henderson service where he was talking about stage over age. And I really like, I received several different revelations from this, but the main thing was the fact of the matter that we kind of put things on a certain schedule. Like we... Okay, like for me, for instance, my plan is undergrad, grad, career. And honestly, I try to do my whole life like that when it comes to love life, when it comes to friendships, when it comes to just my inner healing and my childhood trauma going through the motions. It's like, okay, by this time I should be done. Like I should be healed. I should be good. And it's like healing is not a destination. Healing is an everlasting journey that's going to happen every single day. Because every single day you're going to be tested by something that triggers you from trauma, triggers you from heartbreak, triggers you to a defense mechanism, triggers you to doing whatever it is, falling into old ways of bitterness, anger, envy, wrath, whatever. So every day is a new day. But um, basically what I've been realizing is it's not necessarily how old you are or where you're at in life or which what you have accomplished is about the stage you're in it's about what have you learned and um within that sermon that I watched it was um the pastor was speaking on just God's God's response to fullness as opposed to tragedy or as opposed to our time or as opposed to what we think is best or as opposed to crisis oh I'm going through this going through a heartbreak I need you right now God or I didn't get into to the school I wanted to. I need you right now, God. Deliver me and do this, this, and the third. And it's like, no, it's not the case. God is going to respond to fullness. And when the pastor was speaking on fullness, I believe he was talking about learning everything you need to learn for that season. If y'all hear the cat, don't mind her, please. <laughs> but um, when the pastor is referring to fullness of time, he's referring to the every lesson needing every lesson that needs to be learned has been learned everything that you need to have accomplished has been accomplished for that season and a lot of times we kind of get ourselves caught up in cycles as opposed to seasons so that's pretty much what i've been learning especially with the situation that happened last night i'm very much so i'm so sorry if y'all see that stuff moving in the background if y'all watching on youtube the cat is spazzing out i don't know what's wrong with him <laughs> but um i've I just got re um introduced to a cycle and I'm not respectfully I'm not on that <laughs> like I'm not on that like I'm not trying to keep I'm tired of going through the same thing over and over and it's back to what I always say is a self accountability like what part do I play I kept allowing this behavior I kept allowing this circumstance and it's like okay at this point I'm never going to be promoted to my new season because I keep getting stuck in the same cycle so it's like being able to conquer seasons as opposed to repeating cycles and when I to differentiate the two a cycle is when time moves on but you're stagnant 
and you're just stuck there and you're just, this is time. If you're listening, I'm so sorry you don't get visuals, <laughs> but this is time, right? And this is you. And time is going on. I can't even get the right visual, but if this is what, it, if you get what I'm saying, this is time, right? And this is you. You're staying still while time is going on. You're not growing. You're not learning. You're not evolving. You're not, you're not showing any progress. But when you're in a season, this is you, this is time. And it ain't going to be easy. That's a smooth circle I just drew. But it's going to be like, but you're going with it. You feel me? You're going. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so that's the difference between cycle and season. And being able to differentiate the two is very, very important. Because then you're able to recognize patterns. Then you're able to be like, okay. You're on the same time, my boy. Like, And then when you realize, like me personally, like coming home, Coming home from school, like at school, I did a lot of growing. And when I came home, it's kind of that feel of like people are still in the same mindset as when I left. And when you go to school and you go off to school, even if you're not that far from home, but when you come back home to all your friends at home and the environment back home, you're going to see that things stayed the same as you grew. Because in college, it's a whole new environment. Even if you didn't go to college, even if you just moved out the state or moved out the city, you come back to your city and you're seeing things still the same. But you went off and expanded your horizon. You went and explored the world or you went and got a new perspective on things. So your mind is elevated in some type of way. And that's the truth. You've experienced more because you've been out more. But the people that have been stuck and they haven't been out and they haven't done inner work, they have no interest in doing that. They're stuck in that cycle of that. And you're you may be in a cycle as well. You may be in a completely new cycle though. Because me personally, the cycle that was trying to keep me was a cycle I had already um, you know, broken free of. But I'm not gonna lie, I'm in a cycle right now of something. And I'm in my own little cycle. So this cycle right here that's going on and this cycle right here, I don't have time for this one. So this one, you're done. You're pushing aside, babe. You're done. <laughs> but this cycle that I'm going through is like, or a season that I'm going through. I don't even want to say cycle because I'm in a whole new season. And it's like, I can't entertain cycles for seasons. I'd rather, much rather be in a season because I know it's a for sure easier way to get out of that season. It's, it's way easier to get out of a season than it is a cycle. Because a season has an ending, right? A cycle, you have to really like fight your way out. And I'm tired of just fighting like peace. Literally, that's my cue. If you don't bring peace, that's my cue. <laughs> okay. With getting into a new season or even like being able to pro be promoted from your cycle to a season or being able to be promoted from a season to a season. Um, you have to be a problem solver. You have to understand like what is going on. The joke, like you can't do it by yourself, right? So all of this, you know, our own works and I'm going to get myself through it and all of this stuff is not going to work without God. God is going to do it. Whether you believe that he did it or not, God did it. So when we talk about God's timing and wanting things when we want them and not when God gives them. Like he's not a on time, in time God. He's an on time God. And he's, you're going to get everything you need in due time. But if you're sitting there dwelling on 
Why I didn't get this? Why didn't this happen? Why didn't I do this? Well, are you still the same person? That goes back to that insanity thing, you know? Like you get to do the same thing and expect different results. You're insane. Like we we've talked about this before. Um, I just never had any um, you know, biblical background to it, or I didn't have it didn't come from a faithful standpoint, but it's still the same thing. And that goes back to me telling y'all how a lot of the stuff we decipher, a lot of the stuff we learn in society is kind of the same with faith, but just a little twisted and a little more wicked. But we'll get into that a little later. Um, but as far as being promoted to a new season, that kind of gets into our conversation today as for like the anxiety that we get before um, a new chapter of life, a new season, whatever, whichever you, whichever analogy you decide to use, but that new stage in life and that anxiety raises. So whether that anxiety is your fear, um, whether it's OCD, whether it's whatever, um, God gives peace. And I do want to just start with that before I get into just helping you guys solve these problems. Um, God gives peace. So I want that to be the first source. And the first thing that I tell you is that I don't, I'm not just going to say pray about it, but definitely pray about it, but have faith that God is going to do it. Okay. And say that one more time. God is going to do it. So once you realize that God is going to do it, you kind of let go of that burden or you let go of all that you know, we tend to feel like we have the world on our shoulders. Okay, I got schoolwork, I got work, I got whatever, all of whatever is going on, whatever it is, or even like whatever you're healing from, I mean, not healing from, whatever you're anxious about, whether it's you starting school, whether it is you're starting a new job, you're getting into your career, or if you're just starting a new healing journey, if you're in a new season or you can feel yourself into a new season, you're in a new chapter, you're in a new whatever. Once you realize that you're not by yourself and you can let it go, lose that thought of control because you don't have control. I'm not even going to tell y'all to lose control because it's a thought of control. You don't even have it. You don't even. That's the kicker. <laughs> that's the kicker for real. That's the enemy think making you think you have something and you don't. He makes you think that you have control when you don't. But. That thought is what makes you anxious, is what stirs up the fear, which is what arises your OCD, which is what arises your anger, which is what arises your whatever. Um, Losing a thought of control and being able to just give it to God. And when I say give it to God, really give it to him and don't ask for it back. Don't keep peeking and peeking and trying to see when it's going to happen or when it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, because that goes back into God's timing. He's not going to do anything when you want him to. You have to understand that it's going to get done. And once you truly believe, I promise you, the most peace I ever had was giving it to God. Literally being like, okay, I got all this stuff on my shoulders. I got work. I got school. I got my relationship. I got family. I got childhood trauma. I got um, whatever else is. I got my business I'm trying to start. I got the podcast episodes I got to post. I'm in different organizations. I'm a student leader. I want to model from time to time. I want to get more followers on Instagram. I want to be pretty. I need my hair done. Like you're doing all of these different things and you're thinking you have all of these different things on you. And you don't even got it on you. 
It's nothing. When you look around, it's nothing. Only thing you really got on you, only thing that you really can control is your outlook on life. So all of this stuff on your shoulders is not there. You need to change the outlook on life. And the outlook that you need to have or the perception that you need to have on life is that it's all of that stuff is in God's control. Who gave you the power to tell you that you were in control of all of that? Who told you that? Who told you that? <laughs> no, but for real, like who told you that for real? So God is God for a reason. Let him do his job. You're trying to take on God and you need to let it go. You're not him. You can't do it all. And it's okay. And you know, the beautiful thing, being able to understand and be okay with the fact that you cannot do it all. But guess who can? God. So, and I think it's just amazing because we serve a God that is so powerful, that is so almighty, that is the most high, that is now, then, and what is to come. It's like, he knows what we're going to do before we do it. He knows what's coming for us before it comes to us. Before we lay in our bed, he's already there. Before we leave the house, he's already been where we're about to go. So it's when you start thinking about God as a certain way, and I'm not going to lie, this is something new for me and um, the way I thought about God, but I recently watched a podcast and they were just talking about who God was, who God is and who God will be always. And it's just like when you have that outlook on what, who, how, why God is, you get to breathe out, you get to exhale. And I think a lot of people that has that anxiety before a new chapter, all they need is a big exhale. So that's just something I really do just want to, pre- I know I just went hard on you all about that, but like that is number one. I would be wrong if I didn't put that as number one. And also with that, Understand that with a new season comes new troubles. And I got this off a podcast. Every door of destiny is guarded by the enemy. And how you will, how I would think about this, if you can't picture it in your mind, say, visual learners, this is for you. Sorry, podcast listeners. But say you're this is this is a room you're in. This is the season that you're in. And this is the new season, right? So you're here. I wish I could do like some animation. On the that'd be hard. Anyway, you're here, right? You're inside of here. You're you got you're in this little season. You're in here. You're in this room. So now that you're here, you're trying to get over here. You're trying to get on this side of the door. Before you can get to this side of the door, you have to beat. You have to break down this this wall. You have to break down. It's an enemy right here. You have to get through. It's like the next stage of a of a game, you know. And it's like, you can go play around all in here all you want to because you've been in here. You beat that enemy on the other side of that door. So to get into the new season, you have to beat that enemy. And most of the time, the enemy isn't even nobody but yourself. And honestly, I want to get deep in that. I do, I do, I do, I do. But I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'll make that a whole nother um, podcast of the enemy being you. Your enemy is yourself. And we all know this. Your biggest critic, your biggest enemy is yourself. Because we beat ourselves up. Just to sum it up, we beat ourselves up. We psych ourselves out. And we try to blame other people. And ultimately, it's ourselves and it's our own unknowing of ourselves. We're so quick to just judge other people. We're so quick to give it to other people. But we don't give it to ourselves. 
that's as quick that's as much as i'm getting into that honestly because that's a whole nother episode i'm trying to keep these you know, a little short so outside of the enemy being yourself the enemy can also be friends family circumstances whatever it can be things you have to overcome and when i say enemy i don't mean like like somebody that's your opposition because sometimes it's not even like they may be your opposition for that second but they could grow people grow people evolve i'm not the same person i was a month ago i'm not the same person i was two months ago i'm not the same person i was yesterday <laughs> for sure <laughs> but um i just want to say that just make sure you understand you're able to have a certain discernment about things about your feelings about your friends about your family because that enemy can like i said can be you your feelings could be what's keeping you from a new season your heart can be what's keeping you from a new season. God isn't going to promote you to a new season until he knows that you're able to handle it. And if you haven't proven yourself, why you think you about to, you have, okay, so look, boom, I'm going to use this as an example. Y'all know I'm skinny. I'm petite, right? So I used to want a booty. I used to want a booty really bad. And I'm not going to say, I would never get nothing done to my body. Honestly, I'll just work out and I'll eat. I know how to eat really good. I I know like a lot of times I'll be like, God knew not to give me no booty because I would act a fool. And honestly, with a full figure, I didn't know how to not be taken advantage of. I was a people pleaser. And who knows what would have came with the body of an adult as my friends had, as my friends were built. I wasn't built like that. But I'm also, I wasn't big on, like I stood up for myself as it pertained to like, other females talking down or like gossip and stuff like that but as as it pertains to men and taking advantage of me I definitely didn't do a good job of protecting myself or I don't want to say it's necessarily my fault that I wasn't protected but I didn't stand up for myself a lot even in situations that I could have stood up for myself a little better and who's the no like the more people that would have taken advantage of that simply because of their attraction to my body. You know what I'm saying? So like God isn't going to give you something that he knows you're not going to be able to control or that he knows you're not going to be able to handle or that he knows you're not going to be able to bear. I can't bear no big body beans right now because I act a fool. Know it. Know it, cause now I stand up for myself, regardless. Like that don't got that's nothing. That's nothing about it. But I would probably act a fool with a big old behind. Just saying. <laughs> Learning as well is like he's not going to promote us, or we're not going to be able to go into full effect in our next season if we're still entertaining old circumstances. And I was just talking to Zaya about this earlier, as it pertains to just letting strangers drain us. And outside of strangers, our friends, outside of our friends, our family, like we let certain circumstances drain us or we let certain people drain us. And we aren't going to be able to be promoted into a season that God doesn't want everybody that we keep entertaining in the last season in. But these people were supposed to be dropped. God is not going to put you in a room full of millionaires and you're still entertaining thieves. Because them thieves can talk you into stealing from the people you need to be in a room with. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> but um, the next thing I would touch on is our emotions and our emotions being muscles. Now, me personally, I feel like when we get into the whole thought process of being in a new season 
we kind of get very anxious. Like I said before, we get very anxious. We get fearful. We get, you know, we might feel regretful. We didn't do enough. Even though we did, we might not be gracious. We might not have, I'm sorry, we might not have the gratitude. We might not have the appreciation. We might not, we might self-doubt. We might feel guilty. We might feel like a imposter. We might have all these different feelings. And with all of that being said, I I understand that an emotion, our emotions are a muscle and our mental state is a muscle that should be worked on constantly. And while we just try to break life up into seasons, just because life is broken up into seasons doesn't mean that we get a break. Life happens. And we do so much about training and building our bodies. And we don't train and build our feelings. We don't train and build our emotions. We don't train and build our mental state. How, like, you know how they say, like, your heart is still small, but you're so big. You're at your big age, your heart is a, like, what you get what I'm saying? So we need to be able to grow not just physically, but to be able to take on a new chapter in life, we have to be mentally there. And being able to be mentally there is understanding that even though we don't have all the answers, we get to work up on what if, what if, what if. And if we just pace ourselves and knock out that one step and stop trying to think so far ahead and honestly, that is, again, with trusting God. I don't know. I'm trying not to keep it God, God, God. But I don't see no other way, way, way. <laughs> I don't see no other way, way, way. It's as simple as that. But it's I know that it's not that simple in the process. We get so worked up on if I'm good enough. Do I have enough time? Do I have? And it's like, okay, take a pause. Let's knock out one thing at a time. You got your classes. Are your classes scheduled? Okay, they scheduled. Do you have everything you need for those classes? What's Understand what's the most important thing for you. Prioritize. Write it down. And we're going to get into like writing stuff down a little later. But when you actually sit and write down the goal and you write down everything, you're going to realize that you don't have as much on your plate as you think you do. We have we all have the same 24 hours and what you do with it is important. And I know like society likes to tell us to work, work, work. Millionaires don't sleep. But at the same time, God tells us to rest. So, yes, when you're up, be up, work, get get it done. Stay motivated, stay dedicated, stay ambitious. Don't stress yourself out because you're doing all of this, not sleeping. You're going to you're going to be sleep deprived. You're going to be angry. You're going to have all these different things. And that opens doors up to a ill mental. So. The one thing you want to do is make sure that you're resting. The one thing you want to do is make sure that you have a clear state of mind because you can't think if you're stressed out. So understanding how you maneuver under pressure is important and learn your tactics, learn how you take things down, learn your best methods of knocking everything off that checklist off. While yes, we have our faith in God that God would do it, we can't act on faith alone. We need our works that are coming through faith. So once you have your faith, apply it to your discipline and get it done. Use that discipline and knock out every single thing on that list. What is the main priority? Is school or basketball the main priority? Is school or cheerleading that main priority? And knock it down. Knock it down to the T. Ask for help. 
Like, it's not going to be easy. Nobody said it was going to be easy, but just because something is hard doesn't mean that it's impossible. And I think we get hard and impossible mixed up. Nothing comes easy. When things come a little harder, when you work for things, you get a real, you get your hands dirty, you appreciate it more. You really like, dog, like I did that. I was able to do that and give thanks to God because without him, you wouldn't have been able to do it. What's his name? Darius, Pastor Darius McClure. He was talking about healing over building. and. I think this kind of goes into like our our emotional wall, I would say, the wall that kind of gets us from or that kind of stops us or makes us hesitate from going into that new chapter. Um, We try to suppress things instead of healing from them. And once you acknowledge like what it is that you're scared of, you're scared of about this new season or what you're scared of about the old season that you're leaving you're able to really heal from it. And again, that just goes, honestly, this, this, I don't want the podcast to get like repetitive, but it just all buckles down to analyzing yourself, to being real with yourself, to altering yourself in a way that you are able to grow and being honest. Because you can't keep lying to yourself saying, I'm good, I'm good. Or suppressing your emotions. And when I say suppressing, I mean working through it, um, trying to date to keep your mind off of things or trying to keep yourself busy so you don't feel those feelings, keeping yourself around people. No, this is the time for you to sit and think so you can get into your new season with a clear mind. You don't want to go into a whole new season blinded. You don't want to go into a whole new stage without the proper tools. You don't want your path to be cloudy over old feelings that you never got away, that you never healed from instead of healing from that stuff from last season you're taking it you're just dragging a residue onto the new season like you need to really you really need to just heal and honestly with healing it just you you can't heal anything if you don't acknowledge it so trying to just work 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 I'm in my new season I'm in my you're not in a new season baby you're in a new cycle you're not in a new season. All I see is this work. I don't see no healing. I just see a new I see a new business venture every five months. I don't see you taking time off and feeling that pain and addressing that trauma and healing that whatever and going to therapy. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing you talking to God. I'm not saying I need to see you talk to God because that's your personal intimate relationship, but I'm not. You're not healing. You're suppressing. And just because you look good on the outside, it looks like you're doing good on the outside does not mean that you're doing good on the inside. And the inside is what matters at the end of the day. And y'all ain't trying to get that deep. (laughs) I know y'all not, but I'm going to tell y'all real quick. Y'all, the outside, all the stuff on the outside do not matter. What does that heart look like? What does that heart look like, baby? Let me see that heart. (laughs) Is it clean? (laughs) Okay. And honestly, what's that song, um, Solange? I'm not going to lie. I have a new appreciation for Cranes in the Sky. Like, hold on. You, Cranes in the Sky is such an old song, but it recently came on and it was like, I'm like, wow, like this is crazy. So she goes, I tried to drink it away. I tried to put one in the air. I tried to dance it away. I tried to change it with my hair. 
And honestly, I don't know if she's talking about I I think she's talking about depression. I think she's talking about um trauma, whatever. Whatever it is, I feel like just apply it to whatever you're going through. At the time, I was depressed. So, we're going to apply it to depression or we're going to we're going to apply it to unhealed something, okay? So, um Honestly, we can break this down. Honestly, do y'all want to do I think I just started a new segment. Songs breakdowns. I gotta <laughs> I gotta figure out a new name for it. But I think we're gonna start breaking down songs because yeah, this is a good one. Like we try to change our hair up. We it's pretty self-explanatory. Ladies, we do that. We change our hair. And honestly, before I had got my hair done or did my hair, I went through a breakup, right? And I was just like, okay, I need to just um get my hair done because usually when I break up with people I get my hair done I feel like a new girl new roster let's get it I changed my hair y'all and felt ugly I felt what do you do what do you do what's the procedure when okay I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry y'all I'm getting a little too comfortable but um uh child and lost my train of thought but what do you do like when you get your hair done to feel better and it don't make you feel better. <laughs> it's time to heal. <laughs> it's time to heal, y'all. We have to heal. We cannot keep just getting our hair done. Like, I get my hair done, I feel better. I mean, I feel pretty now, but in the time that it was supposed to make me feel better, it did not do its job. Like, it did not do its job. Honestly, I'm not finna go through the whole Cranes in the Sky song. Y'all go listen to it and let me know. <laughs> I'm, I know y'all heard the song, but, like, go listen to it again. <laughs> Just go listen to it again. Okay, boom, boom, boom. Our last segment for today is a word from the bird. And the topic is manifestation. I put a post, I mean, not a post. I mentioned manifestation in, in the first episode of season two and how we kind of are being tricked by the enemy. And when I said in the first podcast of this season, I was talking about like society. And I just want to let y'all know that society is the enemy. I say, I used to say society a lot because I was on the whole, y'all trying to society, trying to domesticate us and all this other stuff and all this other stuff. And honestly, it's the enemy. <laughs> look past their flesh, look past their positions in the government, look past all of that, it's the enemy. <laughs> and I didn't mean to get y'all like that, but <laughs> okay. So the post says, let's talk about manifesting. The reason people are looking to manifest something is because they actually are looking for the power of the Holy Spirit in their tongue while forgetting they are the temple of that very spirit. Don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? whom you have from God, you are not your own. And that's from 1 Corinthians 6 and 19. The dictionary definition of manifesting is to make evident or certain by showing or displaying. God, I'm sorry, God makes his love for you very evident and certain by showing and displaying it throughout your life. He manifested that through Jesus. Definition of manifesting based on the law of attraction, bringing something tangible into your life through attraction and belief. 
Example, if you think it, it will come. This definition makes us our own little gods and saviors. It also communicates that belief in Jesus is not enough. Notice the difference in definitions. One communicate what God does and can do. The other communicates what we can try to do. He works miracle. He works miracles through the spirit so you can stop trying to manifest. So that was something I needed to see because um I I very much so was a you know a big advocate for manifesting but I don't I didn't do it to an extent of and I'm not knocking anybody who does but that is just the bible talking like that's not the bible what I read from but it gave biblical backup of what the real manifestation is the manifestation is Jesus it's not us we can never do anything and that goes back to what I was saying on season one episode one I'm sorry season two episode one of us giving ourselves too much power like who told us that we had that much power we can't like our tongue and our imagination has a lot of power it does but for us to just exit out that like, Jesus isn't enough for us it combats it's like either you're gonna have faith or control you're gonna have faith or control you're not gonna be able to have both you can't just you're not God like we can't give ourselves this power of oh what I say will come Cause that like in a, like in the pose is you're making yourself your own God. You're making yourself your own. Like, so when we get into that, I can do it. I can do it. We're idolizing ourselves and which is a sin. Any type of idol is a sin. So like, I don't want to keep condoning that. Cause I know I was big on just, you have the power, you have the power. And it's like, you have some power, but through God, through Jesus, through the Holy spirit. So to back up what, the post that I shared about manifestation, um, some biblical backup, I would say, some more that's outside of that post. Um, in Habakkuk 2 verse 4, it says, look at the proud. They trust in themselves and their lives are crooked, but the righteous will, I'm sorry, the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. So it's like, we can get everything we're trying to manifest, but the second you put yourselves in that power, that authority. It's a proud thing. It's a self-soothing thing and it's a flesh-soothing thing, but we're more than flesh. And once you realize that we're more than flesh, then that is going to save you a lot. And what the enemy wants us to do, what society wants us to do is to do anything, do everything without God because he knows that with God, what we want to do, what you wrote down in your little Bible or what you wrote down in your little notebook seven times and folded it up and put it under your pillow, what you wrote, you can get 10 times that if you just give it to God and kind of trace that back to your new chapter. So if you want to do it, if you want to have your new chapter that goes back to me saying, write down your goals, write down everything you want, write it down. No doubt. Write it down. But don't think and don't give yourself too much power. It's like the intentions you have with writing that stuff down. And that's why it gets back to your heart. It goes back to what's on the inside, not necessarily what's on the outside. If your intentions when writing is that I'm going to write this because I have the power. 
No, I'm going to write this because I need a plan. I'm going to write this because I want to be able to track my growth. I'm going to write this because I have faith that God is going to do it. And after writing it, pray over it. If you want to put it on your walls to make sure you look at it every day and you stay focused, that's perfectly fine. Like that's perfectly fine. But understand that it's not you. Like once you realize it's not, it's bigger than your human flesh, you will achieve so much. Like I really just wanted to share that because I know I spoke on manifestation in the first episode, but I really didn't get to get deep down into it because I'm still kind of learning myself, but I do know for a fact that I don't have the power. But when we try to tap into that power, we're interfering with God. We're literally let God interfere with you. Let him come. When you're at 30, let him get you to let him add in that 70 and get you to 100, okay? Because that source is God. It's never ourselves and I struggle with that and I can be very transparent about it I struggled with misplaced faith I had faith in God I believed in God I still believe in God but I didn't my faith was so far off I was like it was to a point where I was like okay I can get it done one thing about it I'm gonna always get it done one thing about it I'm gonna always achieve one thing about it I'm gonna always I'm gonna always I'm gonna always and it's like no God's going to always, God's going to always, God's going to always, you get what I'm saying? So it's never like, I was, I wasn't cocky at all. And that's, that's, that's what kind of, I think kind of veered me to the wrong path is that I wasn't cocky about it, but it was other people who were coming like, you know, she's going to, you're going to, you get it done every time, girl, we have so proud of you. I want to do this for you. Or like, even like past relationships, they want to grow for me. They want to get their lives better for me. They're putting me on such a high pedestal where it's like, okay, I'm at this high pedestal. You didn't put me here. I'm there. I didn't have any, I was ignorant to the fact that that was horrible. Like that is not somewhere I want to be because that is not who I am. And While I am in God's favor, while I do have his grace, and while I do have my strong faith that allows me to do all these works that so many people admire, I don't ever want it to look like it's me and not God. So I just want to share that with y'all. And in Deuteronomy verse, chapter 8, verse 18, let me just go and double check. Let me just go and double check. Yes, Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18, it says, Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful. And in order to fulfill the covenant, he confirms to your ancestors with an oath. That is your biblical, <laughs> that is your biblical proof, y'all. So any success that we have is not by our own works alone. It is not you Please just don't be like me and acknowledge that God did it. And don't do it just, oh, it was God, it was God, it was God. Like, yes, tell it, say it was God, but believe it was God. You just saying that it wasn't, that it's God or, you know, whatever. Like, you just talking out the side of your neck isn't enough. You just thank God for that. Thank God. Like, I know you know how we all just like, thank God for this, but like, truly thank him. Be intimate with him. Truly sit in your room and be like, oh, praise God. Like, oh. I be in the room going nuts with God. I be like, yeah, I love you, God. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, God. You so good to me. 
Like you do all this stuff through me and I just want to show people your name. I just want to lead people to you. Let your light shine through me. I will be that lamp. I really hope you guys can see how this all ties in into just letting go of control and gaining faith because control is never, it was never ours. It was never ours. So the thought of control is what's hindering you from so many things. The thought of control is hindering you from your new season. The thought of control is hindering you from breaking out of that cycle. The thought of control is giving you so much that you think you have, giving you the illusion that you have so much stuff on your shoulders when you actually don't because God has already carried it. Jesus already died for it on a cross for you. So that thought of control is like, I think it plagues on so many people and we don't even know that we have it. And I don't even, I'm not even trying to make this episode too long, but I'm looking at the timer and it's almost about an hour. So um, I just want to say like control trickles down in every different, like once my, uh, my mom in Georgia, when she told me, like every time I come to her office, she's like, that's that control in you in a relationship. You going to tell her that she could text you whenever, whatever, whatever. Because you're trying to control. Oh, you took on all of this stuff when you had help because you got control issues. You thought like everything is under control, y'all. I think the best thing for any of us to do is to lose control and grow your faith. <laughs> Love y'all. So that is all for today, y'all. And I just want to say thank y'all for listening to the podcast. And be sure to share it if y'all learn anything. Feel free to drop some gems or drop anything you guys want in the comment section. If you think I missed anything about losing control or if you have anything you want to share about your control issues or your growth in faith, definitely drop it in the description box. If you're on YouTube or if you're even on the Instagram page, go ahead and find the page and drop it on the page. I don't mind. I love seeing you guys' comments. And I just, I love y'all so much. And I hope y'all have a great day. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Have a good one. Wait, wait, wait. One more thing. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Right Number Podcast. Please be sure to follow our Instagram and Twitter at TRNPod and use the hashtag, hashtag TRNPod whenever you're tuned in. Love y'all. Talk to you later.